When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, and it's time for the punter's segment. Movie of the week. And today, people, a film which, uh, well, when I saw it for the first time, I absolutely urinated myself. And so the <laughs> second time I watched it, I wore an a, a adult nappy. It's the 2006 classic, Borat. My name is Borat, I come from Kazakhstan. Can I say first, we support your war of terror. May we show our support to our boys in Iraq. May USA kill every single terrorist. May George Bush drink the blood of every single man, woman, and child of Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. is unbelievable. <laughs> Liam Alexander, oh. on that note, welcome. Well, well, you are, gentlemen. Ah, yeah, uh, nice. No. <laughs> uh, Liam, my temptation in the first question is to ask you, could this movie be made now? But I hate that question. I would like to say, yes, it can, because it's comedy and it's parody. Um, did you cry laughing in this? Yeah, I think I'm the same as you. I think it's one of the best mockumentaries ever made. I think it's one of the funniest movies made since 2000, easily. I think, and it's also like a biting satire in so many ways. Like Borat's one of the most outrageous characters like ever put on film. But he actually makes a lot of the members of the American people that he's interviewing look crazier than he does. So <laughs> I think Sasha Baron Cohen's actually like this absurd genius. Liam, for people that haven't seen it, talk us through the plot. <laughs> What's the plot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the movie's about Borag, uh, Borat Sadjiev. He's a TV reporter for a popular show in Kazakhstan as the country's leading journalist. So he's sent from his home country to America by his government to make a documentary about American society, but he quickly becomes more interested in locating and marrying Pamela Anderson. So <laughs> he begins a, a, a cross-country road trip in an ice cream truck from New York to Malibu to make his way. <laughs> Some of the, when he came out for the promotional tour, it was so funny. I remember one of, um, one of the journalists interviewed him and he was like, yeah, yeah. Like he's, <laughs> he's very nice. How much? <laughs> but it was done. It, yeah, look, it was done. In, it, it's a great film. I love it. Can I ask you this, uh, Liam, the fight scene, oh, the naked oh, fight yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Was that real? That is, yeah, that's all real. That is, I reckon, one of the great sequences, one of the best fight scenes ever put on a film, I reckon. It's like when they spill into the National Mortgage Brokers Conference downstairs and you're just seeing their faces as these two like naked men just fight on stage, it is, like, it is so good. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Liam, uh, now at the time there was a lot of controversy after it. Oh, okay, first question I'll ask. Was it, were we gypped to a certain degree? A lot of these people who 
he appeared to be setting up. Do you believe that some of those people were actors? I think I think he had like a nice mix. So I think um, the girl that he ends up falling in love with in Texas, I think she was an actress. But uh, a lot of the people, like there were heaps of, con- a lot of people tried to sue the movie afterwards. Like those two, you know, when he gets on the RV with the uh, fraternity brothers? Yeah. They appear the worst in the movie and they yeah. both tried to sue the producers afterwards for defamation. But it was actually dismissed because, Every time that he interacted with someone, the producers would always get them to sign something saying they couldn't sue them afterwards. And these guys like made themselves look terrible. But, but I think a lot of it was actually, I think like 80 or 90% of it was real. One of the funniest things about the movie, I think, is how gullible Americans are oh, and yeah. what they were fall for. Do you think you could film a, a movie like that in Australia? Would we be as gullible as some of the people on that show? I don't think so. Eh? I think it's a different sort of culture. I think mm. Americans are like constantly trying to sell themselves and act polite. Like there's a great scene where he goes to that that high society down in the south, <laughs> and then she she turns to the camera. And he's like, "Oh, I think he would really uh, he would become Americanized after a while." And he's excused himself to go to the toilet, and he comes back down with a bag of his own like but i think i think americans like are constantly trying to sell themselves and i think australians would just like sort of shy away from even getting on camera i think at that same dinner he sits around the table and he said uh in my country your wife i would make sexy time with her yeah, yeah. and he goes your wife not so much <laughs> <laughs> talking about, i remember when the talking about gullible americans the Chaser did that series where they went to America and they showed Australia and Tasmania and said, this is North Korea and South Korea. And the Americans were going, oh, my God, I can't believe how, how small South Korea is. <laughs> Liam. Is that true? Yeah. How, how was the movie received by the critics? Yeah, I think a lot of people have forgotten, like, how well it was received when it came out in 2006, like, You'd be hard pressed to find a bad review. It's got ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like everyone was praising Sasha Baron Cohen. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Writing, even though most of it was unscripted. So I don't know how that worked. But I think yeah, like the the critics received it really well and audiences did as well. Like it was made for eighteen million and grossed like over two hundred and fifty. So it was a huge wow. movie when it came out. Nice, Liam, the, I asked you last night, I said, was there a consideration to do a sequel? You said that, uh, was it Paramount or one of the streaming, they actually yeah. paid for him to do a sequel and it was just horrible? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. When that came out a couple of years ago, didn't it? I haven't seen it. Yeah. It came out like uh, 2019, I think. It was. It's not terrible, but it, do, like, it doesn't work in the same way that the first one does because I think so much of the first one is no one knows who he is, no one mm. knows who Borat is, but... Like, Borat's been out for 13 years before they made the sequel. So a lot of it feels yeah, gotcha. um, not as genuine in ways. Like, I think people know who he is and are reacting, sort of playing it up to the camera a bit. But it's still, it's still yeah. not bad. But what, what, What's the scene where, he's, where, they, where they chase him down the road? You know where he's... Where he's that's one of the sex scenes, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you thinking he's chased school. a lot. He's chased down Times Square by people he's trying to kiss. But I just mean, how many times did he actually get naked, get <laughs> or bashed, yeah. while naked? Well, the the police were actually called on him ninety two times during production oh, of the wow. film. That's what I was. And the about. there's a great the FBI actually assigned a team to him during the filming because there were numerous reports of quote 
a Middle Eastern man traveling the Midwest in an ice cream truck. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So do, you think, think, uh, do you think this is Sasha Baron Cohen's best character? So he had Ali G. Uh, who is the Bruno? Bruno, Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was still pretty funny. But this is probably his most successful because he was Ali G to me before. Yeah, yes. before Borat. Yeah, I, I'm. A, I even like um, the dictator that he did after Borat. Oh. I think he's really good in that. But he, and then he, I love all those characters he did. And like recently, he sort of transitioned into into more dramas. Like he's actually been he's in a Netflix series and. He was in Aaron Sorkin's last movie, so he's actually a pretty skilled actor as well. Liam, um, you're talking about being sued before by some of the characters in, in the movie or some of the people that are in the film that got duped. What about the country of Kazakhstan? I, I do remember there was a lot of controversy there. They were, the, the government was looking to sue him or after an official yeah. apology. I think, yeah, uh, uh, the initial response from Kazakhstan was really negative. <laughs> but I think, uh, I, I think as the movie got more popular and like Borat sort of became like a lovable character in pop culture, I think, I think there, the narrative around it changed in the country. Like, obviously it's like, you, you're not surprised why they're offended by it. Like he's not even speaking in that. Like when, when he's speaking during the movie, he's not actually speaking native Kazakhstan. Like it, it's a it's made gibberish. up gibberish language. That I wonder he's how talking. he picked Kazakhstan. Did he just yeah. go to a map of Eastern Europe, close his eyes and point just, to the map? Yeah. <laughs> Random, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Kazakhstan. Because the, the irony, Kazakhstan, I'm trying to think of the, the capital of Astana is the capital of, isn't it? Yes, it is, Alex. Uh, it is the most one of the most modern cities in the world. Where? In Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Really? Yeah. Astana, you should see it. They're, I don't sound like a wing. I'm going to say the architecture. But <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it's, right, all, yeah. it's ultra modern. Yes. Score yeah. out of 100, Liam. Oh, I've got to give it a, a 90, I reckon. It's, it's one of the best comedies yeah, I'll go, of recent memory. I'll go 94. Yeah, I'm at yeah. 92. Yeah. In between. I'll go 90. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do, gents. We're going to take a break, and Liam's going to hang around. Next up, we're going to do greatest alter egos in pop culture. Stay with us.